think we're in for a good one ah. today. I I I have to say I, it, this. Some sometimes we do a game. Those are always great to look forward to. Sometimes it's like pop culture news heavy because uh, we like we we did a game the week before and we have to catch up or something. Some sometimes we're just hanging out. We're just talking, right? This feels like a good g- g- grab bag, like a good mix of stuff here oh. that 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 we got. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting, fun podcast for sure. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and kick things off. I went back to that that pops Ooh. soda place uh, that's not too far from me. It's like a little diner, soda shop, truck stop uh, as well as a gas station stuff like that but they sell all kinds of sodas from across the country of all kinds all flavors uh so i have a cock and bowl ginger beer since 1946 the extra ginger soft drink uh and uh, it says a moscow mule mixer and they have the um oh yeah the the recipe on the back how to make a moscow mule shot of vodka juice half lime ice cubes cock and bowl ginger beer and then drop in squeeze half lime stir gently blah 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 yeah i'm gonna try this guy as we're hanging out nice to have uh yeah i I just think it's nice that a bottle also includes a recipe. Normally, people don't fit that much information on a glass soda bottle. Right? That's actually kind of a neat idea to be like, hey, here's a good, like, you can mix this in with this, and it's fantastic. Um, Yeah, so cock and bull ginger beer. Let's see how this is. very yeah very gingery they're wow. right on the the extra ginger soft drink um that is like the most gingery g- ginger ale um that i've i've had it's I, good i'm not sure if i've ever had a ginger ale and i don't know what the difference is between a ginger ale and a ginger beer <laughs> to be honest i guess i don't really know either what the difference is between the two this is a ginger beer i know i just said ginger ale um i i i don't have ginger beer very often is one more f- fermented i, I guess okay. ale is a beer too so right no uh, the quick fermented. google says ginger beer is stronger tasting and spicier than ginger ale but less yeah, carbonated this has like a spicy aftertaste. It has like a sm- not, not not smoky, but it has like a an aftertaste that lingers. But I would say this is carbonated. Like it's it's pretty well it's, carbonated. It's just less carbonated than a ginger ale. I guess. Yes. Open guess, up to and I, compare. Count the I, bubbles. I, I I wish I did have one. Yeah. How many bubbles? Uh, but yeah, this is good. I'm enjoying this. Melissa, how was your week, though? It's been okay. I wanted to ask you, normally (laughs) you drink a Mountain Dew. We frequently have a novelty Mountain Dew. I say we, but you taste them. 
I think I've bought I, one Mountain Dew I, in the I, history. I of the sometimes show. let you know when I have them, or like I've yeah. found one in the off chance that you <laughs> do, and you always come back with the like, ah, I don't want to open a whole bottle and only take one sip, and then, and then. it's just it's inefficient, it's wasteful. You know, if we were doing this in person, <laughs> I'd pay for half, and I we can open up a bottle and split it. But I'm not doing that on my own. Would you like to meet Mountain Dew? D- Mr. Dew himself? Mountain Dew? Would you? Can, yes. Can I meet him? Yes. I I don't know if you literally can. I'm just asking if you would want to. Oh, yeah, like yeah, if sure. you if you were at a theme park and they had somebody dressed first off, is a Mountain Dew mascot costume a can or a bottle? I I feel like I feel like nowadays the bottle. Hmm. I I think yeah. a bottle I, a I human's more shaped like a bottle than we are like cans. Sure, I think yeah. you can put a human in a bottle costume easier than you can put a human in a can costume. Can you put a human in a can? That's what we <laughs> what I don't know here. <laughs> on the whatnot. I ask <laughs> I ask this because there is a, a YouTube channel I watch called Disney Dan. Uh-huh. Uh, and Disney Dan primarily talks about the parks and specifically mascot character costumes in the parks and surrounded environs such as Disney on ice. They'll cover okay. all these different characters and go through the history of how they have been represented in physical real world costumes. They're really interesting. They're insightful. They're very fun. He Hmm. loves to learn about these. He's very enthusiastic. And I watched a series he did where he went to Hershey park in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I've been there. He challenged himself to meet all the different costume characters they have for the candies and eat. He's like, I'm going to meet Hershey bar. And make him watch while I eat a Hershey bar. <laughs> He's like, I want to do this for every single one. He's like, I'm going to keep coming back children. <laughs> until I have crossed off every single character that they have listed on the website as a potential oh, option. Man. Even That's if some funny. of them are weird, rare, once a year characters. He's like, I'm going to keep doing it. He thinks he's marked them all off, and then the next year they announce a new a new candy. He's like, no, I have to go back. Some of them are there all the time. Hershey's, Reese's, Miss Kiss, the weird Twizzler lady, Jolly Rancher, which I spent way too much time. Lady, a weird one. What makes her so weird? Can you Google them? Can you Google Hershey Park characters and look at them? Hershey Park. Did you see these these fine folks when you did? When did you go to Hershey Park? I I have been to Hershey Park, but it was when I was really, really young. So I I almost don't remember it at all. The only thing I kind of remember was being on one of those. Oh, she is horrifying. Um, What's weird about her is that she is an entire bundle of Twizzlers, whereas everybody else is like like, one. She's like a single pull and peel Twizzler. (laughs) I I was about to make this up and down. (laughs) here, Uh, But this is what she looks like. I just pulled her up on screen. She's right here in in red. Yeah, just this like 
singular long phallic shape uh but, but, but yeah, a lady more like she's it. a big rectangular lady in a nice red dress yeah. and then we have we have this, this oh wait are, are you are you talking about the woman next to her I, i'm on their website and they have the like mascot looking twizzlers and then there's this woman oh next yes. to her in this like i i'm not some head piece i'm not even sure what you call okay. it here like a Twizzler turban. Like she took a yeah. Twizzler one pull and peel strand and wrapped it around her head. This was something I saw in the video that every one of these candies has, of course, a uh, a mind, oh, a companion, a human representative. A yeah. And frequently they're like in an outfit that coordinates that. with the individual candy. Like if Miss Kiss comes out, the the minder is wearing like a little silver dress like the Hershey's Kiss candy. It's very cute. I like that a lot. It doesn't get that specific at like Disney World. If Mickey and his handler come out, the handler's not also dressed like Mickey. Yeah, it's interesting to me because I didn't notice she had a microphone on at first. And mm. the picture that they have of this woman who's in this like bright pink, almost like reflective pink jar um she has her arms up almost like t-rex arms and her mouth is like wide open like she's screaming or something so i thought she was just some like horrified part like oh my god the twizzler lady is here but no she is the the twizzler lady companion then yeah, uh, creative partner. Yeah, she's got a, uh, a headset. Looks like they're singing. They're doing some sort of a show, maybe. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. But I was watching this video of him trying to meet every candy. From the popular ones to seeing if he can meet the really obscure ones like Nutrageous or Symphony Bar. And sure. yeah. when he's there, he does have the opportunity to meet a bottle of Hershey's chocolate syrup. Which you just go, Kyle, go to Google. Don't go to the official website. Like I just typed in Hershey Park characters and chocolate syrups like well, there on the first page. Hershey Park so when I was characters. a kid, I I would take any form of chocolate I was provided. I'm still that way today. Constantly chocolate hungry. But I I didn't like Hershey syrup that much. Like very quickly, I was like, oh. No, hot fudge is what I like. I want the real stuff. Give me the fudge. I don't want the syrup. It tastes thin. But when I saw the costume character of Hershey's chocolate syrup, I was so excited. Like, I want to meet it. I want to meet chocolate syrup. It's not my favorite food, but I want to hug the syrup bottle. (laughs) I think because... As an adult, I grew out of syrup, like I said, went entirely over to the hot fudge side. So chocolate uh-huh. syrup exists solely in my childhood. I don't have it as an adult. So when I look go. at it, Here's it takes some... me right back to like being little. And like, I want to hug the chocolate syrup. Bo- I'd hug any of them. Big Reese's fan over here. I'd hug the weird Twizzler. I love the big, big, wide Hershey's <laughs> kiss. But something about that chocolate syrup just made me very happy and i wanted to ask you is there a product you'd like to meet and greet (laughs) like in this sort of scenario 
Like if there was like PepsiCo oh, theme park and you could meet Mountain Dew. What if you could meet different kinds? Like you can meet Mountain Dew and Baja Blast and Code Red. Right. Yeah. What would um, they look like? How would they behave? Do they have like different personalities? Oh, they absolutely would have different personalities. Uh, Baja Blast would be the like he'd he'd be the the like party dude. It's just the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme, yeah. right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I could see I could see him like acting out a little bit or code red. I feel like it could be the anxious one that's always like sounding the alarm. Oh, um, code head is the emotion of fear. That's it. There you go. It's just it's the green <laughs> lantern core and all of the respective light uh, stuff. I, Who knows? See, I was thinking that like I think Baja Blast is more mellow. And Code Red has more of an X Games energy. Mm. Yeah, potentially. Um, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I, at, at least for the bit, I would absolutely like go take a picture, get a, get a video, uh, so that I could present it here on, on the podcast and be like, look at the stupid thing that I did this week. <laughs> No, I I would meet. You gotta be sweet. You gotta be sincere. I would be so oh, excited absolutely. to meet a product. I, just like I I <laughs> like on the actual video. I I just be like, oh my god, you're my biggest hero. Like I love love yes. I buy Mountain Dew every day. Like I my, day. my 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 doctor has told day. me to I stop. Don't buy it in bulk. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor has said I'm going to die if I don't stop. But I I won't stop because I love Mountain Dew. So this is just like. Man, a dream come true, right? (laughs) (laughs) It was fun to watch people interact with the Hershey's Park characters because there's no narrative around them. Yeah. They're not characters the way like Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Goofy and Pluto are. So like, I don't know. The Hershey's syrup, his name is Herschel, right? And it's like Herschel, the (laughs) syrup bottle. And it's, it's how just does like, syrup look, behave the syrup bottle <laughs> he's a real drip but so disney dan goes and eats the candy in front of the candy and kit kat is scandalized kit kat like puts its hands up by its mouth and like turns around uh and i think reese is just like laughs like oh, oh, oh you and right. hershey's kiss just like stares <laughs> hershey's kiss doesn't move frozen in fear (laughs) that's so funny um i've I've probably interacted with a few of them when when i went there but yeah like the one thing i remember was being on one of those like that like the tours of the chocolate factory Mm. and at the end of the tour they give you a hershey yes um and that was like the big draw of like can we go back i want a free hershey bar (laughs) (laughs) i do want to go i want to meet these guys i want to go on the tour i want to visit like in the store you can buy like all of these different flavors and formats like, I think I saw him hold up like a big Reese's cup. I want a Reese's cup that I can slice like a pie. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go Absolutely. buy that. Take me to Pennsylvania. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I don't have any other like food stuff to follow that up with. <laughs> that, that's OK. <laughs> but 
I, I, I can jump to this. Speaking of uh, tours and a good time, I went to go see Joyride. This is uh, the new comedy uh, that's in. Th- it came out last week, I guess. By, mm. by, t- by time this is out, it'll have already been out for like a week and a half ish. Um, but uh, when, when I went to go see that yesterday, Wednesday night, and I had a blast. Melissa, Not this movie's good. Good. I, I I saw the trailer. It looked like a lot of fun. I went in not really knowing what to expect. I'm also not. I, I'm not as like yes, let's go to a comedy at the like comedies movies. are tricky. Yeah. It's some sometimes the comedy will hit. Sometimes it'll be good comedy for someone else, but maybe not you, right? Mm. Um, yeah, and so I I just kind of went in being like the trailer looked good. I'm interested, um, but I, I just I don't know what to expect ex- exactly. Um, and I have to say I I had a blast. This was great. I laughed nice. so hard. It is raunchy. It is uh, irreverent. Uh, it's it, it's 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 a blast. It will also make you cry. Um, That's what I it, heard. It gets very emotional at, at one bit uh, and it, you, you, you kind of know it's coming. But even still, it's just like, oh, <laughs> this is this is so sad. Um, but but yeah, I, I, I had a blast uh, with that. So I, I recommend it. I think it'll probably be up there with one of the best comedies of the year, I think. Nice. Um. Yeah, so I went to go see that, but then Melissa, you and I also both went to go see Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. Yes, part one. We, we saved cinema because we went to go see this and we, we supported Tom Cruise. We saved cinema thanks to us. I, I try and save cinema every week. I've been keeping a list. I think I've been to like... 21 new movies so far this year i you're also quite a film goer we both have to be professionally i guess (laughs) but i i saw mission impossible i saw it in imax and then tomorrow i'm gonna go to the science center and see it in like film imax projected on a giant dome i'm gonna see it on literally the biggest screen i can find anywhere yeah absolutely um i'm i'm not gonna say much on mission impossible because uh we're also planning to do a spoiler cast for it uh we're recording that this weekend uh so be on the lookout for that over on the reactor core feed um real soon here um but i will say that it was a blast i i enjoyed it a lot um if you are if you've seen all of the Mission Impossibles, I think you'll this will just slide right in there. You'll have a great time. If you're someone who hasn't seen as many of them or haven't really kept up with it, I think this is an accessible uh, one that you can go in. And I don't think you really need to know much of the other um once and i think this one does a good job of explaining everything you need to know so there you go i hit the blast with that um but yeah i i 
guess to to round things out for our cinema corner stuff uh melissa i started what i call hot akira summer i've been buying up the manga of Ah. akira um something i've been wanting to do for a long time because i love the animated movie it's incredible it's classic i don't really need to convince anyone of that uh but i've never read the manga um and as a big like sci-fi cyberpunk fan that's always been like how how come i haven't read akira um and so last fall i started buying up the volumes and i've fallen behind in a bunch of my comics and over the past c- couple weeks c- caught up on all of them i read all my marvel stuff i read all my dc stuff uh Read some more House of Slaughter, uh, the, the spinoff for Something is Killing the Children. Read Radiant Black, uh, which yeah. I've been been mentioning on a few, a few of our Whatnots podcasts. Um, but I finally started Akira, and there's, I think, seven volumes. Um, and I have read the first two, uh, which is actually more than I was, like, I'm f- farther mm. along than I thought I would be right now. Um, I, I thought I would read like one a week and just go from from there because they are big, uh, big v- 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 volumes. They are thick, but they're also taller than most. Oh, manga. that's right. It's it's like I've a, seen a those. bigger comic book. Like it's all, almost the Western size, um, but it's not exactly. I don't think. Um, but uh yeah, I, so I, I was not expecting to get very far, but they still read like a breeze. Um, and so th- oh. that's why I I read huh. like all 360 pages of volume one that first night in like two hours. And then I picked up volume two, two, two that, that next night and I read that all in one's hitting. Um, so it's interesting. The one thing that I know about this that i'm looking forward to is that the movie really only covers like the first two volumes like it's it's the first one most of the second and then i'm guessing some of the end of like how it all concludes um but there's a lot of it that is in the manga that did not make it into the movie um because you know they had to condense everything down so i'm excited to see all of the new interesting stuff that's happening uh in that, that i don't know about because i've seen maybe numerous times so bart yeah. kira do you yes. intend to read that next um i i it was not on my my list per se i it because it's not an actual manga right it's it's just like a bunch of covers and like drawings no I'm, inspired i'm, I'm it, seeing right? here it's it's like a real book i think you can get well, I, oh no well at least it was a real book you could have gotten it looks like it is out of print now but i th- th- yes that, there were i think there's like it's not just parody fan art i think somebody literally started doing an all simpsons version of the comic akira i think it can be read not just looked at as a novelty because I, I, I guess that's what I always thought it was, was just like, here's like really, really high quality, like commissioned art that was like, what if Akira, but Bart Simpson? 
Um, no, I Googled it and it's like volume one, start reading. Interesting. Okay. It's yeah. The, the, <laughs> this is a full online graphic novel. Who knows? Wow. Who it's knows? got like a title page. Maybe I'll get to that one day. At, at, once I've read the whole thing, I'm like, ah, and now the piece de resistance. <laughs> Bart Kira. You've read, all of Akira, you've read all of Akira and I haven't. And then we both start Bart Kira together <laughs> right. for an episode. Like, I, 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 I feel like, though, if I start going down that road, then I have to start watching uh, the old Japanese, like, Spider-Man uh, show. <laughs> Uh, that was on there as well as there, there's there's a uh, the the Batman manga um, that's mm. that's out that's out there that I actually uh, like want to read because I, I, I that's not meant to be like a spoof or anything. It's just like yeah. here's a, a Batman manga in the like yeah. classic Golden Age style Batman, um, which I think sounds fantastic. Um. <laughs> I hope he solves I hope there's something distinctly Japanese about it. Like, I hope Batman solves the case of the monster with 21 faces. <laughs> Probably, right? Who knows? If anyone um, could, Batman could. Exactly. He he has he has like a uh, monster repellent on on his his, his <laughs> belt, and that's how he, I he mean, wins I, the day. He's like, yeah, I meant this for nuclear creatures, but I guess I can use it on somebody who is blackmailing the company that made Pocky saying they've poisoned a bunch of Pocky unless the Glico company gives them all this money <laughs> signing their letters, the monster with 21 faces. I can get to find that culprit and throw a can of repellent at them. God, I'd read that. I'd, I'd so read that. Um, <laughs> man. <laughs> Would you like to hug a can of shark repellent if you went to Six Flags? And they had somebody dressed up as Batman you could meet, but then they also had somebody walking around in a big cylinder dressed as shark repellent. You can meet and greet shark repellent. So, like, give it a hug, hand it your baby. Hand it your baby? <laughs> so, I, in, in, or maybe it just up, reaches out and like pats your baby pat, on the pat, head. Pat, 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 pat. Uh, so in 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 catching up on my comics, I started to read uh, the first couple arcs of Batman that Chips Hadarsky has been writing. Um, he's been fantastic on Daredevil. Uh, and so I was like, I need to finally check out his Batman run here. I really, really enjoyed uh, the 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 first arc that he had uh, there. But I. I have to tell you some of the things that happened in this second arc. So if you're out Good. there and you want to read this and you don't want spoilers, I'm going to have some my, some major spoilers for Chips Hadarski's uh, Bat Batman run here. So this second arc ends up kind of being a multiverse story, a Batman multiverse oh. story in which he goes to a multiverse where there is a guy that is the same guy that's meant to be the Joker, but he hasn't become the Joker yet. And <laughs> through a whole bunch of stuff, he knows that there's other multiverses. He knows the Joker exists and he feels like he is like 
the 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 quintessential uh, chaos energy and he wants to become him so he's trying to like lure batman into this universe to see if if like that will help him become the joker so strange stuff but he ends up going to uh like he ends up going to uh like tim burton's batman universe batman 89 uh he goes to the um the he he goes to the adam west batman universe uh and there's that one point where he's like well you wouldn't be batman without a utility belt would you in his like adam west like you can absolutely hear like the way he wrote the dialogue it's like that's adam west that's him um but he he gives batman his utility belt and then later on in the story he's he's trapped and he's like he's trapped underwater or something and there's a shark that's after him and he's like oh no like i I don't have have anything and he's like what do i have in my belt and he just happens to be like ah yes shark repellent he has the the bat shark repellent and and it's it's such a stupid but great moment um like i'm i'm obviously like smiling ear 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 to ear here but also at the same time i'm like it's just a multiverse story like we've seen this we've seen it in (laughs) spider-man why does everyone need to do a multiverse story but it's he has fun with this and it works for this moment just like oh what is this shark (laughs) repellent huh why didn't i think of that (laughs) right (laughs) just like this is anybody who's had enough versions of themselves gets to have a multiverse. I <laughs> I want to see a Sherlock Holmes multiverse, which anyone can do because he's in the public domain. But yeah. I want him to meet every version of himself, uh, including like Benedict Cumberbatch, the ones and... that are right, including the ones that are more abstract, like uh, Basil of Baker Street, the Grace Ma- Great Mouse Detective, and sure, House. Yeah. Because House is very loosely but distinctly a Sherlock Holmes story. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, Robert Downey Jr., Johnny Lee Miller, House, Hugh Laurie is there, and a cartoon mouse is there. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, So I I read that. I thought I would share that anecdote because you reminded me of shark repellent. They have to fight every Moriarty standing on each other's shoulders. In- including Elijah Wood from Yellow Jackets. <laughs> it's like, I'm someone's Moriarty. It, um, welcome to the ultimate like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. It's everyone who's ever been a literal or metaphorical Moriarty. If you've called you yourself a Moriarty to somebody, Sherlock... You're sucked into a dang portal now. You have to be at one big round table with all the other ones. We we should come up with. I mean, it's it's essentially us making a like draft your own like superhero team. But we we should do our our like who's our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen for a modern day. Oh, I like that. Yes, we should do something like that um mm. that'd be fun i i've been thinking about that as we've been like watching all of these major franchises because because like it absolutely would 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 be 
like e- Ethan Hunt, Dom Toretto. Uh, it, 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 John, it'd be John Wick. <laughs> it'd be John Wick. Yeah, exactly. It'd be all of the. Yeah, you'd have to have. <laughs> You'd have to have uh, someone who's like the man in the chair, right? So do you get Ned Leeds from Spider-Man to, to be in, in that with them? Um, who, who, now I, I got to remember, who is in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? It's Captain Nemo, um, Alan Quartermain, Dorian Gray, mm-hmm. Mina Harker, Dr. Henry Jekyll. I never thought yeah. of him having a first name. Tom Sawyer. There is a Moriarty in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good. Like who? <laughs> like a leave of extraordinary gentlemen for like years and years in the future. So like what I guess Captain Nemo is to us today, like a hundred years from now, they just are going to do this. We're like everything's sort of flattened out. It's like, yeah, yeah. John Wick and Dom Toretto are in the public domain and they're now a gentleman. I don't know what Tom Toretto is doing to be classified as a gentleman. I guess he's put on a shirt that like buttons all the way. He's wearing a tie. I think if you put Tom Toretto in a tie, he like collapses. It's like if you give Superman his, kryptonite. His weakness, yeah. <laughs> he had his high no, school like graduation t-shirt? photo no. taken. Right, exactly. <laughs> refused walked across the stage to get his diploma and work boots and jeans and a sleeveless shirt he drove across the stage to get his diploma good lord anyways um <laughs> i say we take a quick break mm-hmm. we could, and when we come back uh we'll talk about more of the strikes that are happening uh right now as well as some casting news which kind of might just be a moot point now that the strikes are happening we will see uh what happens down the road but we will be right back here at the whatnots we make multiple different shows and a lot of hard work goes into making them so we would love it if you check them all out if you enjoy our shows, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to show your support. For just a dollar a month, you can get early access to episodes and at our $3 tier, a Patreon exclusive podcast, The Pilots Club. You can even get a shout out and thank you on most of our shows at the $5 tier. And if you're one of our patrons already, thank you so much. It means the world to us. You can find out more information on our website, thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. You can also find us on YouTube and Twitch for video versions of the shows, trailer reactions, and live streams. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a hoodie or a mug or something else, Head over to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. Once again, a big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We love you a lot. Thank you tons. Thank you. Means a bunch. Means a bunch. Means a bunch. Uh, over on the Pilots Club this month, we are talking about Cable Girls. It's available on Netflix. Uh, it is a period piece set in the 1920s. Uh, about a group of women that take jobs at a telecommunications company as switchboard operators, all their reasons for being there, uh, however nefarious 
they might be or uh, innocuous. Maybe they're just they just need a job. There's all sorts of stuff. Um, this is a show that is much more soapy than I was expecting. Um, it is basically a soap opera, um, but it is, from what I understand, a show that helped launch Netflix Spain. Um, so I think that's pretty cool. Go ch check it out. The Pilots Club over on our Patreon at the $3 tier. Uh, right here on the Captain's Log last week, we got to talk about the different styles of fireworks and discussing <laughs> them as as like like what is the double pitched chesty of of fireworks <laughs> like what are the moves that they do is there a yeah. name for certain c combos stuff like that right um, we didn't learn much but we tried we, we figured yeah. out a couple shapes big <laughs> you know we like the brocade we like the willow exactly um melissa you went to go see a musical called chess um Chess. which seemed to be an incredible production uh all all kinds of stuff if you want to hear about uh her experience with that uh go check out last week's episode of the captain's log and i had a mountain dew that's it <laughs> <laughs> as every week we had a blast um over on the review show, we are talking about a comic, a favorite graphic novel of mine called The Many Deaths of Lila Starr by Ram V and Felipe Andrade. Um, I, I love that book. It's a quick read, five issues. It is. I think it's incredibly creative. The artwork is just gorgeous. The colors are amazing. Um, I cannot recommend that book enough. And then, last but not least, the reactor core i mentioned earlier to be on the lookout for our mission impossible spoiler cast we have not recorded it yet but we will be this weekend so it'll be out in the near future uh but we are also still keeping up with our uh secret invasion spoiler casts however we've decided to mush them together kind of so we recorded one uh today on episodes three and four and then once the show finally ends, we will have one on five and six. Um, so, yeah, be on the lookout for that over on the reactor core down the road. Cool stuff. Um, there you go. That's about housekeeping for right now. Um, something I forgot to mention that we should probably do real quick. Uh, before, before we get into all the strike stuff, um, is the results of our Summer Game yeah. Fest predictions. Tell um, me how I did. We invited Ignacio on the show. Unfortunately, he is sick. He has the flu. He said he could barely speak. Um, so we wish him well. We hope he has a quick mm -hmm. recovery. Uh, but he said we could go ahead and do the results here. Um, so... I I'm going to share Melissa this document with you once again. Um, let's see. I don't remember Put having a document to begin with, but OK. Oh, I, I think maybe Ignacio <laughs> and I had one that we were. Um, that we, we were like writing everything down on so we could keep track of it. Um, but let me see. I'm going to put this in our discord here for you for the captain's log. Um, there you go. And then I will bring, oh, whoops. Um, 
I will bring this up on screen. Here. Ah. Uh oh, what did happen? Oh, there we go. Um, can I zoom in a little bit? Let me zoom into like 150. Okay, there we go. Uh, so, Melissa, this was a pretty close one here. Um, it was. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll mention all the questions and what the answers were uh, in just a sec here. But yeah, Melissa, you won by one point you are more magical than an eight ball uh you, you, you have yeah you've out magic i'm, in, I'm a magic nine ball over here <laughs> at first i was happy and then i'm like no you're just one better than a, an anonymous inanimate mattel toy <laughs> Yeah, so uh, about a, a month and a half ago, Ignacio came on the podcast. Uh, he was one of the hosts of our former video game podcast, uh, Crossplay. Um, and uh, I, I mean, I, I guess we've done this a few other times here on the Captain's Log, in, in, in including here on on the happens log uh but we we made predictions for stuff that would happen at summer game fest uh or when e3 was still a thing it was e3 predictions um but here are the questions here are the results um will xbox have a better showing than playstation uh i think we can kind of easily say yes um I, i'll take I, your I, word I, for I it no that's <laughs> kind of up for debate but i think generally I, speaking you can say yes that they had a I, better i was showing. troubled i know zero things about video games which is why you challenge me and put me on yes. the same level as a piece of plastic from a toys r us yes but i was troubled by you asking me an objective question like will this thing yes be better no. than this thing <laughs> um Will will Nintendo have a direct in June? The answer was yes. And Melissa, you got the point on that. And uh, the eight ball did not. And I will say that uh, for the previous one, you guys both said no. So you guys got no points. Zero on that one. So Melissa's up one. Uh, is Nintendo going to show a new Mario game? Uh, the answer was yes. You guys both got that one. What is it? Uh, it is a new like side scrolling 2D Mario called Super Mario Wonder. Uh, oh. and it seems to be a game where he I mean, he, he eats mushrooms in all the other games, but it seems like these mushrooms um, definitely add some funky effects to all of uh, what's happening in the game here. So it looks like a big old drug trip and it looks interesting. Um, huh. But yeah, yeah. Uh, in the Ubisoft forward on June 12th, will we see gameplay from Assassin's Creed Mirage? Yes, we did. Um, eight ball said no on that one. So Melissa, you got the point. Uh, will Ubisoft reveal any new info on a new Splinter Cell game? I was hoping you both had a resounding yes. The answer <laughs> was no. Is Sephiroth going to show up? You guys both said yes. And the answer was yes. He appeared in a trailer um, in, in, in this year for Final Fantasy 7 Remake Part 2. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, is Starfield going to look like an 11 out of 10 
game. Yeah, yes, a resounding oh, yes. Good. That game good looks to incredible. Hear about that. Um, it, it's it's almost like hard to believe. Like you guys say, it can do all of the stuff, but I, I holy, holy moly, um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that game for sure. Uh, let's see, is the Starfield showcase on June 11th going to show us what they really meant by jetpack sex? They did not. No. You guys both got. You the had to wait and buy the game, and then you see two jetpacks making tender yeah. love to each other. Uh, speaking of tender love, uh, Baldur's <laughs> Gate Three also just announced that you can have sex with a bear in that game. So wow, that's a thing. as a human uh, or as another bear or as, as a gate, as as a human, <laughs> yeah, as a gate. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that you don't play as a gate. <laughs> um are we going to get a call of duty set in the future this is the only one that i i I think no points awarded for either answer because we didn't really get anything on it so that question still didn't call up for grabs technically um but we're calling it right here no one gets a point um in the wholesome direct on June 10th, will the number of cat games be greater than 10? The correct answer was no. There was only like seven or eight. I, oh. I don't remember exactly how many. Um, but interestingly enough, one of them, uh, the title of it, I believe, is is pronounced Pico. Spelled P-E-K-O-E. It's a cute cat g- 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 game where you can drink t- tea with all your cat f- friends. Oh, yeah, that is a tea. Um, yeah, it's it's a really cute one. Uh, I did not realize it at the time of watching the Wholesome Direct. That game is written by, by Stephanie Cook, who we've interviewed oh. Oh, here on the Stephanie. show. Yeah. Um, Stephanie's good with cute animals exactly uh rachel is in our chat and said they should have went with frogs yeah for some reason this year was frogs everything was cute little hoppy boys hopping around hoppity hop um will the indiana jones game on xbox be exclusive the answer is yes we did not find that information out through Xbox's showcase or anything like that. There's a big uh, merger that is happening and the FTC is bringing it to court and all of that stuff. They've had a bunch of hearings. The FTC lost and now they're appealing and all all this stuff. Uh, but in that, in the like documents that got submitted to the court one of the things we found out was yes they planned for indiana jones to be exclusive to xbox um Hmm. so you guys both got the points on that one uh will we see a death stranding 2 trailer the answer was no we didn't oh no uh is xbox strand again uh, i mean it it's coming it's happening we've already gotten one trailer but i was expecting to see more death stranding stuff um there but we did not uh next one was is xbox going to get any exclusive love from disney excluding indiana jones answer was no uh at at least for right now um 
there was just no word on that. Uh, are Fable or Avowed going to even be mentioned at the Xbox showcase? Uh, you guys both wrote no. The answer was yes. We saw Fable. Mm. Um, we, we got a, a new uh, trailer for Fable um, on that. And then last but not least, are we going to get a release date for either the Plucky Squire or Skate Story at the Devolver Digital Direct? And the answer was no. And you had said yes to both. So the eight ball got the point there. But yeah, you uh, I think the score was uh, say six, seven, eight to seven. So very, very close one. But uh, Melissa, you are at least for this year, you are more <laughs> magical than an eight ball. Thank goodness. <laughs> I don't know what I would have done if I was less. <laughs> the eight ball is to host the show now right superman legacy let's move on to that um we got some new casting announcements uh this this week uh including nathan billion as guy gardner green lantern uh edie gathegi as mr terrific I, I i hope i'm pronouncing uh these names right is a Bella Merced as Hot Girl and Anthony Kerrigan as Metamorpho. Um, I've seen a few other ones floating around that I don't think are true that I didn't write down here. I saw someone cast as Batman, but I didn't see anyone else reporting it. So I was just like, mm, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> nice try. Yeah, nice try. Not happening. Um, but yeah. We, we, I, I, I know it's it's kind of hard to tell what this movie is going to be exactly. I think especially by these casting announcements, these were not characters I was expecting yeah. to be in the Superman legacy movie. Uh, Melissa, you have any kind of thoughts, reactions? What were you expecting or, or how has this surprised you uh, since they've announced this? I didn't. We don't even know the foe of the movie. I mean, I, it's Lex Luthor. I guess we did know that. Probably. I was thinking more in terms of like big, yeah. big, big picture, like, you know, I'm from space sort of foe, not just like a bald guy in a suit sort of enemy. Uh, mm -hmm. So we don't know like exactly what the story is going to shape up to be. I was expecting to learn more about people who like, here's, you know, if we have a big bad who isn't Lex Luthor yet, or these are, you know, your, your, uh, not Thomas and Martha, Joseph and Martha, <laughs> Superman's dad. Just Ma and Pa Kent. That's Ma and Pa Kent. That's well, all they I, say. Yeah. I'd like to get to know them personally as individuals outside of being Clark's parents. If you got to know them <laughs> personally, they are the kind of Midwestern family that would be like, call, call me Ma and Pa. Oh, right. Like that's Ma true. Kent, that's true. Right? I don't have to learn his first name. He would ask me to call him Pa exactly good point um see so yeah, i i was surprised to learn that there's quite a number of other heroes yeah. who have been named especially characters like a green lantern who may mm -hmm. barely have anything to do with earth they're all the way out there in space they got a whole galaxy to watch over yeah and i know nathan yeah. fillion has been ca fan casted in the past typically as a hal jordan so getting well, him he... as a guy gardener is an interesting twist 
if I'm not mistaken, he voiced he voiced how Jordan Green Lantern in one of the animated movies, I believe. Uh, there is one where, where Nathan Fillion plays him, but I can actually see him as Guy Gardner. Like, I, I, I think that's kind of what they're going for with that character in the comics. Guy G -G -G Gardner is just this very conservative right wing. I'm a man machismo. I right. Just like uh, just that kind of bravado that is like he is a character you love to hate. Um, one of my favorite moments in comics is in Justice League International from the like late eighties, and the, there's a scene where Batman punches Guy Gardner right in the face and just knocks him out, and everyone's just like, "Oh, oh shit! One fucking punch, you knocked him out! Oh my god!" Um, it is g great. Uh, so I, I I hope we get something like that down down the road. But like Nathan Hillian is. A, a very charismatic actor, right? Like, mm -hmm. people really like him, but he's also that, like, he, he's what uh, Tony was talking about when he's like, I just want to punch you in your perfect teeth, right? Like, that's <laughs> that's kind of who Nathan Hillian is. He, he's a handsome dude, so I can see people be, being like, I really hate you, but I kind of like you, dude. Like, you know, <sighs> I, I I love to hate you, but you're 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 part of the team, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and who so knows I'm what sort of journey Guy Gardner will go on? Like, maybe it'll be something akin to Peacemaker. And now he's like trying yeah, to unlearn things, trying to be a better and just person. bad at it. Yeah. 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 Um, that'd be an interesting take. Uh, I'm glad to see, and again, I, I hope I'm saying his name right, Edie Gethegi. Um, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm probably mispronouncing that, uh, but of course I remember him as Darwin from X-Men yes. First Class, and everyone is still upset about that. The one X-Men who, who can't die because he can evolve past anything, and they're just like, but what if we explode him from the inside and like magma? it's like, no, he can this, evolve. <laughs> this, is a, this is a character who has to come back in this new Deadpool movie. I think Deadpool should write whatever so. that wrong yes. was. I, uh, also, just like yank him out of the like time stream like in that moment. Yeah, that'd be great. We saved Please. Darwin. Darwin's just around all the time now. Welcome to the MCU, Darwin. We picked him up from like 1968. He's got a lot to adjust to. Yeah. In fact, uh, I, they have I remember, a great notebook. Captain America himself used to this coming out of the ice, <laughs> right? <laughs> he's like, who's Captain America? <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember this actor from the aforementioned house. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Always um, good and stuff. Happy to see him pop up in this. Yeah, I think he'll be a great Mr. Terrific. Uh, I'm not super familiar with Ila, with Isabella Merced, um, but Hot Girl is a character that I really, really love from the cartoons. Um, mm. So I'm 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 hoping for some good stuff there with her. Um, Anthony Kerrigan, I've seen him 
in a bunch of stuff, but never in stuff that I can point to like a specific role. I know he just got uh, I, I think he also just got like an Emmy nominated or something for his work in Barry. I believe mm, I think he's in that. I think I did show. see that. Um, but he will make a great metamorpho. Um, I, I think that's going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting to to think of because when he said the name Superman Legacy, we were like, okay, so he's probably going to be pulling from All Star Superman because that's about Superman's legacy. Um, then they also announced Superman Rebirth, which is Mark Wade's uh, take on like uh, like Superman origin story slash year one kind of thing happening. Um, and, and there was an, another one he mentioned that I don't I wasn't familiar with that story. But with the inclusion of Mr. Terrific and Metamorpho, people have been speculating like what if he's doing like ju- ju- Justice League International uh, like they're setting ah. that stuff up or the terrifics, uh, which I it should should be something that I think one day we cover on the review show. Melissa, I think you'd be into that one in the sense that the terrifics was a team made shortly after the new 52, I, I think, mm. uh, got started. But they were essentially like, what if DC Comics had a team that was the fantastic four but oh. in dc um and mr terrific is on that and metamorpho is on that um so yeah there's been some interesting thoughts and i don't know the first thing that came to my mind was i don't know this movie's getting a little bloated with characters that i don't know why they even need to be there um hmm. But I did see James Gunn put out a tweet of like, just to reassure you all, I'm not putting these characters in to like set stuff up to like set up yeah. their movies or launch something else. Like they are truly there to tell Superman's story as yeah. best we can, uh, which yeah. is interesting. So I again, James Gunn has a decent track record with these superhero movies, so mm-hmm. I tr- I trust him, but also I I don't know. We don't know what this is yet, so... I, you know, they could be part of some sort of uh, crime-foiling plot that Superman is in, or maybe we spend a good amount of time with Lois, and we see Lois interviewing these people or covering a story they're involved in. They might be part of her story. Yeah, or we just see them by name, like we don't see mm-hmm. them as like them off superheroing yet, or like the things haven't happened to, to them. Or yeah, that gets a flashback of did uh, Superman teaming up and saving the day with Guy Gardner, right? Um, who knows? Or they're out in space, um, something like that. So interesting stuff with that. But last but not least, on on the back of that, uh, we just got word today, uh, the day that we are recording this, that SAG-AFTRA is on strike. They are officially striking along with the Writers Guild of America. Um, This is the first time that there has been a dual strike since 1960, uh, Mm. which I, I thought was an interesting fact. Uh, there, but I, I wish 
them all the best of luck. Yeah. Stay strong. I fully support you guys. Uh, all of that that stuff. I I I hope uh, that we can come to a positive resolution. Um, and I hope you guys get what you need. Hmm. Um. Stuff like that. But I I did see this tweet from Variety. Uh, that I thought was kind of interesting. Let me see if I can pull this up on screen. Um, because as as this news was coming out, the premiere of Oppenheimer is also happening. Uh, right now, and one of the big headlines immediately after the news that the strike is official, it's happening now, was that both Emily Blunt and Cillian Murphy got up and walked out of the Oppenheimer premiere um because they have to um they they are if they are on strike there's a bunch of stuff that they're not allowed to do um and so here's here's what this tweet was saying says during the strike sag after 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 members cannot do the following they cannot go on tours do personal appearances interviews conventions fan expos festivals uh for your consideration events panels premieres or screenings award shows junkets podcast appearances social media studio show cases and then they go on to to do a, a bunch of extra stuff of like here's like on camera work that they they cannot do here's uh some some off camera work that they can't do just just some some interesting stuff that i i was not aware of like the the extent or the the length uh to which they are start are start are striking right um or what all mm-hmm. of the strikes mean for when they do um so even stuff with all of the like emmy nominations and yeah. awards that are coming up like uh, if they're still striking by time that's supposed to happen they're not gonna be there uh i have a feeling they would try to postpone it indefinitely um but i don't know i don't i don't know what's happening uh with all of that right now so i don't know i just thought that was uh interesting fascinating Mm -hmm. Good stuff. I, I I really don't have much else to say, I, say on it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's happening. You know, it's official. Good luck. I, I I acknowledge it. Yes, I hope everybody's uh you know feeling feeling clear headed and, and optimistic and, and supportive of one another. I I I have enough stress at my own job. I don't felt I haven't felt like I've been in a great headspace to dig too much into the strife other people have been feeling at their jobs. So I haven't yeah. been following this very closely. I, I sincerely I mean, don't. It, ju- it just I happened didn't wanna... today. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think that that may about wrap us up for this episode of the podcast. Um, so yeah, Melissa, where can the people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter and on Threads. If you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter and at The Whatnots Official on Threads. 
Um, so go like, share, subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that. Watching this on YouTube, we got plenty more vi videos right over there on that side of the screen. That would help us out a ton. If you could go click on those. Uh, but yeah, this has been number. I don't remember the number. We will see you all next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.